Hi, this is Tom here from Frank, where we try to make investing simple and accessible. This week, I want to talk about whether you should cash out or ride it out in the stock market. Because when the stock market is in turmoil, as it currently is due to COVID and all of the trade wars that are taking place, many investors are tempted to sell out of equity investments and transfer the money into the markets when they start to recover, when the uh, volatility has decreased, so the uncertainty or the, the risk in the market. Although on the surface this may seem like a sensible approach, the trick here is to know how to time your exit and entry, because unlike a thunderstorm, there isn't a clap of thunder announcing its arrival, giving you time to run for cover, or a ray of sunlight announcing that the storm is over. Investors will not receive a WhatsApp message from the stock market saying that the markets have hit rock bottom and that it's time to buy back in. The huge fall in markets over the last six weeks have left the JC All Share Index down by around 35% at its lowest. Based on previous crashes, that means that could have been the bottom. Selling at the bottom is never a good idea because then you are realizing your losses. The market might recover a bit, as it already has, and then fall again. Double dips are very common in these situations. Should you try and sell if there is a partial recovery? Selling out to cash has a very real but less visible danger, missing out on the recovery. To buy back in at exactly the time, the right time is not easy, which is why we recommend riding out the storm. The point is best illustrated with examples. Let's look at three investors who started to invest in 2005. For simplicity, this example does include the impact of taxes or inflation and assumes that dividends and any capital gains are reinvested. So let's look at Seasway. Seasway invested 12,000 Rand in March 2005, with 90% allocated to equity and 10% to cash. He then invested 1,000 per month for the next 15 years until the end of February 2020. Over this 15 year period, Seasware's total investment was 191,000 Rand. At the end of February this year, his portfolio had grown to over 400,000 Rand. So despite having gone through the big financial crisis of 2008, Seasware's portfolio more than doubled. Now let's look at Lindy, who invested exactly the same amount and the, identity and the identical fund mix as Seasware, but decided to sell the equity portion of her portfolio and transfer it to the money market at the end of 2008 during the financial crash. So the question is, was she better off? When Lindy cashed out her equities at the end of December 2008, the market had rebounded a little bit from its mid-November low. Her Satrix 40 shares were worth around 60,000 Rand, having invested 50,000 Rand to date. In August 2009, with the market recovery six months old, Lindy felt comfortable about getting back into the equity market. She took her proceeds from the 2008 sale 
leaving 20,000 rand in her money market account and reinvested the same 90-10 investment mix as before. She continued her monthly investment of 1,000 rand. In the meantime, she had continued investing 1,000 rand per month into the money market. By the end of February 2020, Lindy's portfolio was worth roughly 378,000 rand, which means Seasware's portfolio was ahead by nearly 26,000 rand, having not done anything. So let's look at the last investor. Let's look at Mo, whose strategy was just like Lindy's and Seasware's, but Mo waited longer until January 2011 to get back into equities with the same investment and contribution strategy as before. At the end of February 2020, Mo's account was worth 348,000 Rand, over 56,000 Rand less than Cesware's account. So that's the cost of missing the recovery. The performance, the underperformance of Lindy and Mo compared to Cesware is the cost of missing the first part of the recovery. By selling to avoid further losses, Lindy ended up missing out on the first six months of the next up market, and that cost her 26,000 Rand. Mo missed out on the first third of the next up market, and he waved goodbye to 56,000 Rand that he could have had. Almost the only way to not miss out on the part of the next run is, you guessed it, to just stay invested. Looking at the charts of previous crashes, it's easy to imagine that you could have got out at the right level and got back in at the bottom. In reality, though, almost nobody gets this right, not even the professionals. Do you, do you know where the stock market will be in three months? Will it be lower or higher than today? Nobody knows for sure. That's why it's so hard to get back in at the right time. The best thing to do is just to set yourself a goal and stick to it. Given that the market is going to go up and down, the best approach is set yourself a goal and stick to it. With careful planning and portfolio construction, you can take a back seat and ride out the ups and downs because portfolios that are thoughtfully constructed and diversified are built to withstand the uncertainty in the market over the long run. This is not to say that things can't go wrong or that the outcome is guaranteed because it's not, but at least that way you can avoid making the mistakes that Lindy and Mo made in this example. Investors have much better odds of success when they rely on tested investment principles, and it's something it helps too is just not to look. Well, that's all for this week. Let us know if you have any feedback. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, and we are always looking for new things to share and unpack with you on Frank.